Well, oh, that's, you know. No, but Pat, so I got hired at Cities 97. Uh, it was summer of 2001, late summer of 2001, and he was Dave Ryan's producer. And we were in that Butler Square building next I'm to Target Center. I'm very aware of it, Chris. So he just said, hey, kid, whatever you need, uh, let me know. Give me a call. So the public see you in there? Was oh, yeah. In the, the when we would do performances, it was sweet. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe six months later, um, he was let go. And the f- first day or two, he called me and said, hey, offer still stands. If you ever need anything, don't hesitate to ask. That's the kind of guy Pat was. Even after he got fired, he wanted to help a kid like me. So that's too bad. He was a good dude. Uh, then he became a sales guy. So he was let go. That would have been fall slash late late in the year of 2001. And then, yeah, I, th- I think he actually, no, I think he went up to St. Cloud and was on air for a while. Before he transitioned to sales, I think that's how it, his path went. It was in St. Cloud. I did see that on all the. Oh, okay. Bios. So that was part I've of his bio. That. Okay. Yeah. It was one of his sons uh, troubled? Uh, not that I know of. No, nope, not that I know of. Mm-mm. He did a ton of charity work, though. If that's where you're going with this, but it, no, I was just good dude. Super good dude. Super sad. Well, can you turn off the council for a minute and then turn him back on? When yeah, I, I think I know where Joe's going here. Oh, then I do. I do as well, but we don't need to discuss no, that. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep. I'm referring to the baseball game we went to, John. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Twins yes. game. Mm-hmm. Remember uh, that? That was fun. We should do that again. I almost got killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, c- I still cannot believe that. It's like I've never seen anything in the sky. I didn't see the baseball almost killing me. Well, I'm I'm watching it. You're about six feet. I'm like, he's going to get smoked by this fall ball. I wish I would have seen it. I would I have said, made a uh, I would have made a gallant catch. Well, my kid was mad that I didn't catch the fall ball to bring home because you know they don't have any baseballs at our house. How much does a baseball <laughs> cost at the store? An MLB one or just a regular? A, a regulation baseball. Um, regulation. I buy them by the case. I'm just, I'm trying to do the math quickly in my head. I would say five or six bucks. Well, when I see the way people act at ball games, they're going to kill themselves for five bucks. Well, but an MLB ball is probably 10. BFD. You can buy them at Target Field. An official Rawlings MLB baseball is typically around $25 to $30. Oh, I stand corrected. Really? That's what it says online. What's the difference between an MLB ball and the ball you use in town ball? It has stitching. It's, I mean. What is yours? Did you just draw the stitches on it? No, it's it's got the label with the commissioner's signature. I I know what a ball looks like. I've got a million. But we don't, why would we use it? Although, fun fact, the very first ever town ball classic at Target Field, the organizer of said event forgot baseballs. Whoops. That's me. And so oh. I, said, I said to the uh, the twins brass, I said, hey, um, hate to be that guy. He said, what's up? <laughs> I said, I completely forgot to bring baseballs. And they laughed. And Brian Donaldson, he's no longer with the twins, but awesome guy. And he just said, I got you, Reeves. Don't worry about it. So we, used, actually, we actually used uh, twins baseballs for that first event. Nice. Yeah. And, of course, every Fairbow Laker snuck one into his bag. <laughs> Joe, you actually came to that event, the first one. I think it was under duress. Mm-hmm. 
you were. Yeah. Joe, I came. I wasn't under duress. I you stayed for up. the game. You even I did. stayed for the game. Watch me get hit by a pitch. I watched some baseball. Yeah, I did watch you get hit by a pitch. That's right. God, they wanted me to pitch in that game. And I said, are you guys out of your mind? The last thing I am going to do is make an egg. I mean, I would have been fun. I just, no. I'll I'll play outfield. I'm not pitching. Sorry. (laughs) That's all I need to do is get lit up by some 23-year-old from Chanhassen in a chair that's not organized. That's the best you can throw. Right, exactly. Okay, Birch Square. CW. There's still a CW television station. Yeah, yeah. What is it? I mean, is it on regular? It's channel twenty three. Oh, is it? Okay, I think. Got Isn't it. it called the CW Twin Cities? I, I don't know. I'm just reading about a documentary that's coming up on the CW, and I didn't know the CW still existed. Yeah. Um. Well, because I do the rabbit ears, John. Yeah. Based upon your recommendation, I gotta say, John, that was one of the best things I did for television watching. What rabbit ears? I get. I went and bought an HD antenna for my television in the living room. I get two hundred channels off that thing. Yeah, I know. There's tons of. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, because she even said to me the other day, because this just in, my wife's been off work for about a week plus now. It's been a lot of fun at home. <laughs> in fact, I think I'm going to tell her we're doing a show tomorrow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> she said all these Christmas movies are on this thing that you bought. I said, yeah, it's. It's awesome. I really yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Rook, what do you think of my new Jordan Hubman shirt? Dang, that's nice. Jordan you know Hubman. what? Look at look at Johnny. You know what this is? Shirt with a belly in it. It's a pouch. It's a pouch. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what my kid said? Because when I'm coaching the sixth grade, I'm the third assistant coach for yeah. the sixth yes. grade traveling Jordan boys basketball team. Leland said, Dad, you could use that for snacks. Snack. Yeah, Snicker bar. Let's go. Joe. What? I can use this for snacks. What is it? Pouch. Got it's a, a pouch, pouch in my oh, shirt. Oh, yeah. See? See, Council? Hold on. <laughs> Joe. You want a snack? I, can I do this, please? Probably not. Oh, sorry. That was mean. <laughs> you could just pour those in the pouch, Chris. You know what? Pull them out during this I show. I can use this during the show. Birch Lake Square. Would you like a piece of toast? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, town council, I got uh, news for you. Uh, We're about 54 minutes into fun <laughs> effing Friday. <laughs> Which means the crew is checked out. Maybe some jam? <laughs> no, I don't want any jam. <laughs> Jam up. Jelly tight. Chris, are you going to do that into the mic all day? You know, I, gonna... got, I got... <laughs> <laughs> I got stuff to do here. All right, everybody. Chris, you do okay. that, and I'll get a piece of gum and chew it. You be- oh. eat the chips, and I'll go. I'm going to say this right now. This new shirt with a pouch for snacks... A plus. It's like you're doing an endorsement. <laughs> Reavers here for Jordan Hubman Accurex shirts. shirts. <laughs> um, oh, what does she want? Oh. Did you guys see the uh, story about? I have it in my news about the. Uh, 
Chancellor in Wisconsin. Oh, please do this story. Oh, I, I have vegan, it. Uh, the, the new vegan cooking show. Right. But I got well, it's it's a little more. Is that the lacrosse guy? Yeah. I believe uh, Joe didn't. Stars. Did, Joe didn't do any research on this. I did. It's a little more than just nude cooking. Well, they had a no, total OnlyFans channel. Yeah, him and his wife, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. and they, they do the cooking show with porn stars with clothes on. John did thorough research with clothes on. With clothes on, though. Yes. But then but here's but the then thing. At, no, no, wait. Now, after they make the food, why are you doing the news story now? Oh, okay. Good point. Hey, save that shit for the hey, oh, audio van. Save that for the air. Oh, Save that magic. <gasps> you know what? That's a good idea, Rook. Time for another snack. <laughs> Don't do that in the middle of the show. I'll start laughing. Oh, yeah. Joel will be doing some really serious story, and I'll start laughing. I hear you, Joel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Chris, can I have one of those chips? <laughs> this is. These are my favorite shows, and I'm going to tell you why. Rookie's ability <laughs> to, to work Joe up is oh. off the charts on days like today. Yep. He asked him if he wanted a hard-boiled egg, and the dumb shit answered. <laughs> so you don't want a hard-boiled egg. He said no. He turned it down. I don't want any hard-boiled egg nuts. These? Lock up for being out. Hey. Oh, you guys. So I got to bring some in. Seriously, guy, a gal that Jess works with at, at Methodist and a fellow nurse, her husband smokes, you know, cashew, all of the, all this Cigarette. stuff with seasoning. And I, I said to him, I says to him, yeah. says to you need to turn this into a business. I cannot believe how smokes good they are. What? Assorted nuts with seasoning and whatnot. They're unfreaking believable. Cashews are good enough without somebody screwing with them. No, but think of your pecan thing that the well, CP pecans makes. Pecans are big. You know, you bake them or something. You call me effing Wait, now. You see them? I'm telling you, I'm going to bring you some in because he made a bunch for me. He's God, also a listener. Why do you do that? Because I'm sure these? by next week they'll still be good. Where's no, I ate stuff? the ones he gave me already. Then how are you going to bring some in? Well, I have to ask for more. Make them more. Assuming. But I, God, I wish I knew how to do stuff like that. Well, you know what? I got a smoker. I that, seen one. Well, I got it from Frat. You're probably well on your way to being able to do it. Frat gifted me one as an anniversary <laughs> gift for doing the show. Really? Hold on here. What does she want? Oh, you ready for me to make your day? Uh, Don't forget. Yes! Monday Night Sports Talk on a Friday. That's right. Oh, is he in the building? He will be. Uh-huh. Joe, he says, <laughs> no, he, I, I called him on my way in. Yeah. What's the plan for today? <laughs> I said, well, we're doing a regular GL show. So uh, let's see. You want me in about 20 after? And well, I said, you know why? He's to give himself 10 minutes on the show to make a scene. Yes, of course. No. And so <laughs> what did he say? He said, do you think I could maintain the mayor's interest for 15 good minutes on Monday night? <laughs> of course. Between him and Rookie, who do you think likes pushing your buttons more? Boy, boy, it's a tie. Because <laughs> Rookie keeps asking me shit that I answer. <laughs> you know, and there's... Hey, Rook! Uh, you back to the airport today, do you? It's Friday. 
Oh, bleep that. Stay, hang around for Monday Night Sports Talk. Uh, End of the year fun Friday edition. Let's talk T-Wolves. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Stop saying Fratelloni's. I want it fresh. <laughs> it's afternoon. Oh, God, it well, is. Council, right I, gave you, done out there? I gave you 13 quality minutes, Council. You are welcome. Woohoo! Does anybody need snacks? I'll ask for something. Yeah, this middle is Larry show. King for S to C. No, emergency. You know what? I'm going to rip that pouch right <laughs> off the shirt. <laughs> what a... <laughs> He's hiding <laughs> chips. That's proper pouch etiquette. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> I, I, you know, My nine-year-old goes, Dad, you can use that for snacks. And I said, I'm so going to get Joe with yeah. the snack pouch today. <laughs> Joe, I just want to say, uh, going into the show, I want to wish you good luck. Good luck. I can't take this. They're, they're going to have to be. Do you regret agreeing to do the show today? <laughs> no, I regret that I, we might do it for two more years. <laughs> There's going to have to be some changes made. You can't eat snacks out of a pouch. I might do every segment in a different voice today. First one is Larry King. I'm going to find a shirt with a pouch, and then Chris and I are going to coordinate and wear them on the same day. <laughs> well, you go. Can I start the show? I mean, what? I mean, I mean. All right. Um. Okay. I can't wait to tell you how the other night we were at the Wackmans. <laughs> Wackmans. And we played Family Feud. You know what? That's what you, you played with the Wackmans. My daughter-in-law, Haley. The host. Wait, wait. This is the Wackmans or the in-laws? I don't want this on the air. Yeah, this this only the council gets to be treated by a story like this. And uh, the um, the Steve Harvey of the show, she prefaced the answer of question by saying, "It's it's not a human." She said, "Just no, it's not a human." Okay. And the question was, um, "Name something that runs." And my daughter-in-law Haley, who's pretty smart, Boston College. Hit the button, looked up at her and said, a human? <laughs> After she was just coached with, it's not a human. Was she? Uh... And then the one gal said, the road runner. Hey, where's my... What was the right answer? Give me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. <laughs> Jose. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Fratelloni's. Fratelloni's. I cannot start off a fun Friday without Power Thirst. It's not fun Friday. Power Thirst. It's a regular show. I the, see. The Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden. So you say, Joe, <laughs> so this say. magic carpet ride is rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings rolling. you Garage Logic Podcast number 1217. Yes. The last show of 2023. Or maybe ever. Yeah, ever. Could be ever. Could be ever. December 29th, 2023. 53 degrees was the record high on this day. That was in 1999. And it was uh, 24 below on this day in 1917. And just to let you in on on the New Year's Eve, the warmest New Year's Eve we've had in this neck of the woods was 50 degrees in 1904. 
and the warmest New Year's Day, I think these records will stand, that there doesn't seem to be anything in the forecast. The warmest New Year's Day we had was 48 degrees in 1897. Hail the flashlight, King. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Willard Angry, uh, Willard Anger is commenting on the uh, mayor uh, of Minneapolis who is doing that whole. Uh, Johnny Holmes. Got that Eastern. John thing. Holmes. What's, that queen, what's the queen guy? <clears throat> oh, uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. doing that whole Freddie Mercury thing mm-hmm. with the hair, lip, mustache. I like hey, your style, you whole Yeah, I like going. your style, Mayor. You're doing that whole. Cowboy thing. Cowboy thing. <laughs> Well, he was celebrating as one of his accomplishments the demolition of the old Kmart building. Remember that on Lake Street? Yeah. Is that an no. accomplishment? People wanted that gone anyway. The homeless people burned it down. Not an accomplishment. It's not an accomplishment. Okay. Yeah. And it's you still, know what they call an angry mustache? What? A pistachio. <laughs> Got it. Took me a while. Took me, yeah, took took me a, while. a minute. Don't, like, don't be looking at your phone right I'm now. I'm trying to turn my ringer off. <laughs> that doesn't require anything except hand it to me and, and I'll turn it off. Pizza. No, I'm not going to turn it off. Oh. We are maintaining Hi. laser show right now. focus. I'll call Gosh. you. Fucking Friday. And uh, Scott from Inver Grove is wondering, or is telling us to have a happy new year. Uh, he believes that the economy is improving at the convenience of Grandpa Joe Biden. That suddenly the stock market is soaring and gas is cheaper mm. and and what have you. And he, he writes anecdotally, interest rates are already falling to make sure everybody will be happy in 2024. This alone will ensure that millions of useful idiots run off to the ballot box, or should I say mailbox, to cast their 2024 votes for these charlatans that affectionately call themselves Democrats or Republicans. So true. We are poorly served by both parties, aren't we? So true. And as we head into 2024, because I have to hold your attention. Mm -hmm. I got one guy eating out of a pouch in his jacket, (laughs) and the other guy's trying to make a science experiment with his grapefruit juice. Emergency, friends, this is Larry King for emergency. Uh, Only John Hyde is behaving. And he wouldn't be if he was here. Wait till he does his university lacrosse porn story. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, let's get right to it. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Go ahead, John. No, <laughs> Here for the news. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been trying to link the story of the failed academy, oh, and I sure. and I haven't. Sure. I haven't successfully made the link. But you've got a. He was not wasn't a professor, wasn't he? In administration, he was, he was a chancellor. Yeah. Isn't that the guy? Well, and he's tenured, so they can't fire him. So he's doing a vegan cooking show with the missus. Yep. Uh, do you see the misses? I do. Yeah, it's I a do. show I could miss. You know. So pick your spots. That's, that's what I'm saying. Pick your spots, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I could miss that one. He's doing a vegan 
cooking show. Apparently, they then they carry on in their birthday suits or something. Well, I, they, I don't know. No. Here's I did a little research. Oh, okay, John. Thank do, you. In the interest of the show, we we really appreciate your dedication. They do the show clothed with a a porn actor or actress star, porn star. Everybody's like, clothed like they India make, Summer. They make an actual meal, and then after the meal. They uh, take their clothes off and they record a uh, pornographic scene that uh, is obviously a threesome at that point, whether with the male or the female and the couple. Joe's like, I'm just here for the meal. What's what going what on? do they do with the food? Yeah. Well, I'm sure they eat first. I, I didn't, oh, yeah. you know. What did I you just, want to eat after? Well, maybe, yeah, maybe they no, save it. Chris, but but right. I'm correct in that, it, that it's a vegan meal. It is a vegan meal that they cook. They are both I'm vegans. Out. I'm the out right husband there. and the I'm wife. Well, vegans. what's the conversation while the meal is being prepared? Yeah, you know, did they, hey, does uh, the porno couple uh, help them cook the meal? No, it's not a porno couple. It's just one porn person. And it's uh, the couple and a porn person. And the conversation is like, like any Sika. cooking show. Any you like cooking paprika? Show. Right. Sika. Sika, you can tell how old Rook is. Okay, uh, anyway, <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, just normal conversation like you'd see on any cooking show. And then you take the whatever, the paprika. Okay, and they're they're yeah. doing this at, at their house in La Crosse. In their kitchen. In their, in their kitchen. kitchen. Mm-hmm. And somehow somebody with the school got wind of this. Yes. Well, and, and then what they do is they, they walk off. And then you have to be... Uh, the uh, registered to the site or whatever to see only, the only uh, not hot only fans, only it's something right. fans, loyal, okay. loyal fans. Can we get serious for a moment? Sure, uh, maybe. Okay. Well, <laughs> seriously, what does this say about the failed academy? Oh, I, I have it. Uh, okay, what because I'm struggling with that standards. Well, there you're, aren't any, you, are that's there? just it. Your yeah. standards are so poor because this is the guy who's the head of the school, right? In, in a, and, would that be correct, John? Uh, he's the chancellor. Is that what that the means? Chancellor I, I, would I, the chancellor would be the dean, the, the guy. If you read the story, and I know John has, his quotes are <laughs> almost laughable because he's shocked that, that anyone would have a problem with this. Well, Bud, you're the chancellor well, of the school. May I, may I say that I, too, well, I'm not shocked, but I'm a bit surprised that this wouldn't fly in the failed academy. Oh, really? In other words, they're trying to exercise a standard that he presumed wouldn't even have been bothered with. True. Okay, that's true. Right. Yeah, why why are they all in a hussy about this? And what he's claiming, John, if I'm not mistaken, he wishes to defend his uh, actions based on the First Amendment. He says it's free speech. He has a right to do this. Yeah, infringes on their free speech rights. And what uh, is the school claiming? Uh, the school says, uh, the, I'll give you the quote from Karen Walsh, the head of the board there. Uh, this board oversees the system's 13 universities, said in a statement the board was, quote, alarmed and disgusted by his actions without specifying specifically any of the actions. Well, I wish boards would uh, would would gin up some co- contempt and disgust for many other things that are wrong in the failed academy. I think they should be disgusted at this. The guy's a complete idiot mm-hmm. for doing this. But why aren't they also uh, disgusted at the fact that the academy is completely failed? Now, as we go into 2024, mm-hmm. we should cheer for something. Uh, we're going to stay with the failed academy here. We have to see the elimination 
Uh, if this country is to survive, and I'm being dead serious, and this would apply to corporations, politics, uh, and the failed academy, we have to see the end of the DEI movement, diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's ruinous. It has replaced meritocracy. It has replaced achievement uh, for a collective mindset that says everyone should be the same. And it's it's failing. The, it's one of the main reasons the academy has failed mm. is the DEI movement. Everyone has to be the same, and it's it, yeah. it it needs to go. If it here's a here's another one. It's from Wisconsin. Oh, lacrosse. <laughs> well, I think this yeah, is right. Madison. How far? Well, not no, no. This is also at Eau Claire. Oh, this is Eau Claire. Yeah, this guy Claire. was lacrosse. That's a yeah. different city. This was the University of Wisconsin Eau Claire. <laughs> Got it. I know they're a different city. <laughs> cross like down by Winona. Yeah, like across the river. I'm thinking of something. Okay. Do you oh. want a snack? There was a big uh, triumph, <laughs> the National Triumph Car uh, oh, gathering, yeah. the summer gathering, was in Lacrosse, Which in you a, attended. Yeah, in about, I don't know, 2017 or 2018. And I appointed myself just to be uh, helpful. Uh, as director of publicity. And you can't believe, that. you can't believe the time I spent informing every radio station and TV station in a, I don't know, 300 mile radius, Winona, Eau Claire, La Crosse, on and on and on. I typed up a news release because it'd be fun to bring the kids to the park on yes. Sunday and stroll Festive. through. Never got a response to anyone. Wow. To any wait, 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 wait. Time out. This is interesting. So you you did this personally, typed it well, up. Well, on behalf of the club, but, the Minnesota club was active in sponsoring this event. But did you attach your name to it as well? Uh, I can't remember if I did or not. I think I was just acting on behalf of the Triumph Oh, club. okay. It would be funny if you said, you know, hey, uh, my name's Joe Sushri. I'm acting on, and not one person replied. Oh, no, right, right. <laughs> Boy, the pull of his show, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I happen to like the town of Lacrosse. I think it's kind of neat. And my, I'll give you a little tip. It's a hell of a good eating town. Uh, my cousins, the Matills, live in Lacrosse. Well, anyway, back to my uncle John was the art teacher at Central High School in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Okay. Peter was the <laughs> did he have an OnlyFans? Embers, did Embers in Lacrosse. Did he have an OnlyFans? The I teacher Embers. I don't think so. I don't oh, think embers, so. not his stuff. I used to love Embers. Me too. The Hamburger Royale. Yep. What'd you have Ooh. when you go to Embers? Hamburger Royale. Yeah. Nice. I'd, I'd have the breakfast. They had great breakfast. There was an Embers Oof. in Highland Park on Ford Parkway. Yes. Do you yeah, remember I their, wonder if I could time in the town. Do you remember their Sprites? 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 Yeah, their pop? No. I'm going to quit score. No, I'm rookie. You're doing okay. such a good Thank job. You. I'm keeping <laughs> it. It's at least three. It's like taking candy from a baby. Uh, no, I don't remember. No, that's like taking candy from a baby. I wouldn't have had Sprite. Right. Yellers, right. for those then, of you then asking. You, then the answer is no. You wouldn't remember. I said no. What, what I'm <laughs> keeping score of is the number of times rookie asked Joe a question, basically trying to pull out of his rear end, right. and then Joe answers right. the question. Right. May yeah. I get us back to the University of Wisconsin? Let's go. You Claire. Claire, yes. Claire. You have a sprite. A University of Wisconsin Eau Claire staff member has sued the university because she was fired for being white. Oh. 
This has to end. This is not fired for being Being white. white. Well, even better, she was fired from the diversity office for being white. (laughs) Wow. You are kidding Uh, me. DEI must end or this country has no future, and I'm not exaggerating. This is not hyperbole. No, it's not hyperbole at all. You're completely right. The lawsuit alleges that when Rochelle Hoffman was promoted to UW-Eau Claire's interim director of the campus's Multicultural Student Service Office, Hmm. the school's former vice chancellor for equity, diversity, and inclusion, and student affairs, Olga Diaz was told by students that a white woman was not fit to preside over a position intended to serve students of color. Well, let me see. There's there's the, one of their fundamental flaws in why this program needs to be just disappeared. Yeah. If you're going to talk diversity, why wouldn't white be in the color range? It has. To it's be. part it's of the diversity, right. isn't it? Right. White, black, red, right. yep. brown. Yeah. What? What? Why would the white? Uh, well, you hire a white woman as the interim director. One student was cited in a federal complaint against the university as saying, "Per the complaint, another student asked, do you personally feel white staff can do as effective a job as a person of color within a space for people of color?" Well, again, their wow. fundamental flaw is why is diversity assumed to only mean people of color? Yeah. Is it white of color? Well, Hoffman, that would be who in the hell is Hoffman? Oh, Rochelle Hoffman. Yeah, the She's the one who got canned. Yeah. Hoffman said she felt compelled to resign last year after eight months of intense hostility and staff questioning her legitimacy after being promoted to interim director of the campus's multicultural student services office, the Mm. complaint states. Hoffman worked for the campus's blue gold beginnings office for six years prior to the promotion. The the beginnings office. Maybe the Eau Claire team name is the blue golds. You could look that up. Okay. According to Wisconsin Public Radio, the office served underrepresented, low-income, and first-generation college students. Uh, I, this is written poorly by the New York Post picking this story up from Fox News. Uh, I don't know what office they're referring to. This serves underrepresented, low-income, and first-generation college students. Are they referring to the Blue Gold Beginnings office or the office she's left? The Equity and Diversion Office. The uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin nickname is the Blue Gold. Okay, now look up Blue Gold's be- Blue Gold Beginnings. All right. Sounds like they maybe have some redundant bureaucracies in place there, taking advantage of the always charitable taxpayers of Wisconsin. We go through the same thing here. Uh, blue golds. Let's see. They're not giving us any. It's all uh, sports. Let me just give me a second here. I think I've answered my question. See, uh, blue gold beginnings merged with the Office of Multicultural Affairs last year. Okay. And apparently, Hoffman, this gal who's felt the hostility, she slid over from blue golds and melded into the combined office. And uh, this this raised a uh, kerfuffle 
because she's white, for God's sakes. You can't have a white person. Unbelievable. Despite Hoffman's exceptional qualifications, students, faculty, and staff opposed her appointment to interim director solely because she was white. Isn't that racism? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It was exclusively Hoffman's identity as white that was the issue. Criticism was about her race and color, not her qualifications. And that's the problem with the DEI movement. It's not about qualifications. It is exactly about race and color. It's meaningless. It's detrimental. It makes children of color less than. It is ruining the country. It has already ruined the academy for 2024. Let that go forth on a banner, shall we not? (laughs) Stem the tide of the DEI movement as Garage Logic moves forward. It's a waste of time. It means about 100,000 people in this country are going to have to go out and find a real job Mm -hmm. because that's about how many are tied up in this BS. It means nothing. In 2013, the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire was awarded $294,000 college-ready grant from Great Lakes Higher Education Guarantee Corp to expand the number of students served by Blue Gold Beginnings, a program designed to give youth access to higher education through pre-college outreach. Okay. Yes, you in the back. There was a video that someone had tagged the Garage Logic account in that's worth people viewing on their own. It doesn't do much um, for the show here, but basically talking about how DEI is single-handedly ruining, I believe in this case, it's elementary and middle school education. Well, we've... we've... And well, let me just finish. There's one part where there is a an African-American male teacher saying, you all are not doing any of these black kids any favors because you're you're basically taking my seventh grade reading class that's reading at a fourth grade level and you're stamping them on to eighth grade and they're not ready. Well, didn't we have a local uh, teacher who Milwaukee. obviously was the head of this? No, yes. the guy here, he went to Creighton and he's now at Hill yeah. Murray. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Anthony Benner. T- Anthony Benner. Is it Anthony? Tony Benner. Uh I'll find out. Adam, it's Benner, though. Benner was ahead of this curve years ago in the St. Paul Public School District, where he was essentially saying, you people are idiots. Aaron Benner. Aaron Aaron Benner. I think he went from Creighton to, and I think he's with Hill Murray now. Uh, Yeah, he was with Creighton, and then he switched over to Hill Murray. And and this this movement has to just, it it has to completely disappear. It can't be modified. It can't be changed. It must disappear it must be blown up metaphorically it has to go away and if that means a hundred thousand people got to go become a third shift leader at arby's so be it because that's about all they'd be qualified to do no offense to the qualified third shift leaders at arby's wow this is meaningless uh, he has a website by the way who aaron a aaron benner yeah uh, educated teachers mn.com yep and you have to resist it, GLers. I know you do, GLers. But you, we have to make this a fundamental activity of 2024. Sometimes it feels like nobody listens to us. We don't get anywhere. We lose all our battles. But somehow we must be making a dent somewhere. 
Aaron emphasizes a good kid who simply made a bad mistake. He discovered he was forbade from doing so because of new racial equality disciplinary policy pushed by the school district. Aaron believed so strongly the new policy was hurting his students that he pushed back and eventually uh, against eventually going public with his concerns. I had a great classroom management. I had great classroom management. My students knew that once they crossed the classroom threshold, there were rules. Then someone from the outside suddenly said there weren't any rules. The looks on my students' faces spoke so loudly they were saying, "That's not right." Rules. They need rules. Of All of them, not just the black kids, not the white kids, not the Asian kids. And I hold, given their the structure of their union and who leads it, I give zero hope. To the mini uh, give zero hope to either St. Paul or Minneapolis public schools. Right. Zero. You don't think our, they our drank this sales Kool- is going to come in and they drank this Kool Aid as fast as they could, and it's it's ruinous. No, there is a new Grunhoffers. It's open officially. Spencer promised it'd be open for Christmas. It's open. I got, I'm going to tell you where it is. It's on Highway 96 in Birch Lake Square. So picture this. It's between Interstate 35 yep. and Highway 61 on 96. I know exactly where that is. Okay. Yep. That's where it's it is. Super easy to get to. That's where it is. It's not literally on the water at White Bear Lake. Right. It's on 96 between 61 and 35. Uh, there's an address, but you don't need it. It's in Birch Lake Square. Yeah, you'll see you'll find it. Grunhoffers. That's the third location. The original being just north of Hugo on Highway 61. Then Forest Lake on 97, just east of 35, and now White Bear Lake. What do you prepare for New Year's? Ham? Uh, Is that a ham celebration? uh, What do you do? If I was going there, I would, uh, and they would have a perfect piece of meat, I would go tenderloin. Yeah, tenderloin sounds good. It just, I mean, Spencer, I can see it in the um, uh, Case. case, and it's, cook it at, and so Spencer will tell you, you can put some salt and pepper on it, don't play with it. Put it on uh, 400 for 45 minutes. It's Ooh. all you got to do. Ooh. It's all you got to do. Well, Don't you, mess with you it. You know the drill. Grunt offers at any of the locations will have the best meat you've ever tasted. You got the football playoffs oh, coming yeah. up. The bull games aren't over yet. Plenty of grilling time left with all those brats and burgers, the thick cut bacon. You know it. It's all good. It's all at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. And that third location in White Bear Lake is now open for business, ready for your New Year's orders. It's uh, right in Birch Lake Square. It's at 1350, if you want the address, 1350 Highway 96. 1350 Highway 96 East, Sweet One. Ooh. But it's right there in Birch Lake Square between 35 and 61. You spoke to Spencer today on the phone. No, he didn't answer, but one of his people did. Oh, Uh, you got a guy? And I perfectly wanted to clarify exactly where the new store was. Got it. So there it is, folks, right on Highway 96 between 35 and 61, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Boom. Ruck. I wonder why you put three stores within five minutes of each other. Don't know. He's owning the market. Rook, well, I he need... does own that part of the world. Right. I need zero res and I need Masonic. Zero res, zero res. We don't res. need any singing. Sing the song. <laughs> don't get it wrong. Okay. Uh, zero did, res and Masonic? Uh, yes, sir. 
Where did that go? Supersonic. Here it is. Okay, yes. Yes, please. How are you, Joe? Um, okay. Give me one second and I'll be right with you. Okay. Where is Dylan Height's email? Dylan Height. I know him. Yes. Am I doing something here? Uh, you sure are. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, did you need a snack? Do you have anything in your pouch? <laughs> Latte schmate. Here's Joe Suchere. I put this... Next 60 seconds to song. <laughs> Do you like clean carpets? Then you will like zero res. Do you like clean carpets? Then you like zero res. Zero res has got a perfect, perfect, perfect guarantee. Yes, 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 yes. Zero res. Gotta love it. Guarantee. Gotta love it. Guarantee. Four point rating on Google. 17,000 reviews. All you have to do, folks, is get in touch with zero res. Zero Res has given me full a, a a a white canvas to paint up, and now I will do so by telling you the Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee is fantastic. You must do yourself a favor for just one hundred twenty nine dollars, Joe. You can get three rooms. He's doing authors zero corner. resified. Yes. Your air ducts, Joe. Oh, there's dirt in your air ducts. You can get seventy five dollars off this month, Joe. You tell me the rookie sent you. You can you can put your head down and pretend you don't hear me. And when your head sushere, you are gonna call zero is when you see a dirty carpet, you will say, Zero res, gotta love it guarantee, nine five two zero res online, zero resminnesota.com. Do you want the dirty carpet special? Hell no. You want the rookie special, and you must say it to get it. Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. -E -E I've used them. Everyone on this planet has used them and they stand behind their cleaning. 4.9 rating in Google, 17,000 reviews, 59, 100, 952. <laughs> Author's Corner with Joe Souchere. The countdown continues. Zero is 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z -E -E online at zeroesminnesota.com. Thank you. For, I yield the balance of my time, Senator. Thank you. Something else we should take a page from this fellow's yeah. notebook. Hey, hey. I'll do the funny voice stuff, okay? You don't have to say the notebook. I'm, <laughs> I didn't say it that. Yeah, way. you were trying to copy. <clears throat> Are you aware of a Delta Airlines employee in New York City who had had enough? Oh, yes. I know exactly where you're going. Was there any audio? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were going to bring this well, up I'll today. Well, I'll set it up while you find the audio. All right. A Delta Airlines employee in New York City is being praised for a viral video that shows him standing up to the nonsense of a transgender man mm. by shutting down the man's attempt to portray himself as a victim of being misgendered. And it's worth noting, the person trying to set up this Delta employee is a very good friend of Dylan Mulvaney. 
the person oh, the, that uh, the okay. the uh, transgender yes. person that yes. Bud Light uh, basically committed career suicide by having Got it endorsed. The original video was shared by t by TikTok user and actor Tommy Dorfman, yep, who played in the Netflix series Thirteen Reasons Why. Dorfman calls himself a woman and lives his life using feminine pronouns. Let me stop right there. Is the interaction between this Dorfman fellow and the Delta uh, ticket agent, or yes. is Dorfman just uh, no. sharing a video? Dorfman is the one clearly trying to bait the Delta employee. For what purpose? Just to be a, a DICK? To, to point out that the, the, this misgendered nonsense, and it completely backfired on in this other person. words, In other words, is Dorfman on our side? No, the Delta employee is on our side. Trying to point out that I'm not doing anything wrong here. Okay, let's start over. You got a Delta Airlines employee is being praised for his the way he handled this. Okay. He's dealing with a customer named uh, Tommy Dorfman. Correct. correct. So far, I'm yes. correct. He's dealing with a customer customer named Tommy Dorfman, who apparently is an actor mm -hmm. and uh, identifies as a woman. Correct. Uh, okay. And uses feminine pronouns. Right. And right. and Dorfman is upset because this Delta employee is using the wrong pronouns, in their opinion, for both him and the person that he, she is with. Uh, the TikTok has since been deleted by Dorfman after a barrage of users commented on the post, but not before the video was downloaded and re-uploaded elsewhere. All right. According to the uh, according to the rap, the incident took place at LaGuardia Airport. While speaking to airline employees just before Christmas, Dorfman alleged he had been intentionally misgendered by a female Delta employee. The clip begins with Dorfman asking an unidentified male employee, and what about when a Delta employee misgenders you intentionally? The male employee then addressed another person off camera and said, while he's talking, you're talking over him. Dorfman cut in to again rip the airline's employees for not using his preferred pronouns. You just misgendered me again multiple times. Both of you have, Dorfman said. Wow. The male employee responded, it was not intentional, but if you want to take it personally, that's okay. Yep. All right. A female Delta employee then cut in after Dorfman alleged uh, she had misgendered him multiple times. Well, she did do it intentionally twice, Dorfman said, to which the female employee disagreed. As Dorfman continued to disrupt what looked like it should have been a simple boarding process, the male employee reached the point where he'd had enough. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, I'll have Port Authority escort you out of the building right this moment if you want to play that game with me, he said, with the kind of command presence needed to deal with the severely mentally ill in such scenarios. Hmm. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I don't know what that means. Well, you'll. why don't I play it? Yeah. Because it'll become much more clear, and the fact that if Delta doesn't give this employee a raise, they're missing a huge opportunity. It's only 30 seconds long. And what about when a Delta employee misgenders you so intentionally? While, she's talk, while he's talking, you're talking. You just misgendered me again. Okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, 
That's that also well. She did do it intentionally twice. I to you. you said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have full authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you want to play that game with me, okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. So the reason it was deleted, this person, uh, the mo uh, not uh, Dorfman. The reason this person put this up is they were hoping that this was going to make them a big deal and that Delta would succumb to this complete nonsense. And this Delta employee, again, should be given a raise. And the fact that this person deleted the video because they were hammered for being an ass. And that's all that this is about. That's a ray of hope. Oh, 100%. The country has reached a tipping point with this BS. Yes. And can you imagine it's Christmas time at LaGuardia. Can you imagine this guy having the nerve to hold up the line to oh get because it's all about you to paint his his deformed message? I have mental illness, and you all need to go along with my mental illness. Otherwise, I'm going to hold up this entire line because it's all about me. The employee was praised on social media for standing up to the transgender bullying. Well, as <laughs> he should be praised, and I happen to agree with Reavers that uh, boy Delta better not treat this guy harshly. So you got to get rid of DEI. This would fall under the rubric of DEI. 100%. Get rid of it. And you go bleep yourself, pal, telling me I misgendered you. You want your bleeping airline ticket or don't you? Right. Shut the hell up. Get on the plane, sit down, be quiet. And, and Joe it's nailed it. It's pronoun fascism. And imagine <laughs> you're, you're trying to leave LaGuardia. You're trying to get home to see your family on Christmas. And this asshat is in front of you making a scene for TikTok fame. Delta said it was aware of the video and was investigating. There's nothing to investigate. The no-nonsense male employee could well face some form of punishment from his woke corporate bosses, but they need to end that. DEI has to disappear. Has to disappear. What'll really be something, Joe, is if Delta gets really wants to show us something, put this person in a no-fly list. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Oh, it would be fantastic. I would do that. I Not too say. long ago, this Delta employee's actions would have been anything but newsworthy. Uh, as more and more people cling to the false notion that they can magically shift their sexes, more and more of them are using their perceived new identities to create drama that they can post online for clout. To see one of them so quickly disarmed is inspiring, hilarious, and a little sad as this used to be a proper country. Uh, and this is written by whom? This is a piece I got from, where did I get it? Uh, who wrote this? Uh, I don't know where I got this. Maybe the New York Post. But it's, it's on many different sites. And uh, isn't it something? Isn't it something that we have to react by congratulating the uh, the the guy at the counter? Joke. It's a joke. We have to create. We, we're we're congratulating him for something that's entirely normal on his part. Mm -hmm. Finally, saying, "Listen, pal, we're, no one here is trying to hurt you. You want to keep this up?" And I think the guy caved, didn't he? Dorfman, didn't he say, "Okay"? No, basically, he shut the video off. Yeah. Because he could see, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to win here. I'm not, no, sorry, not win. I'm not going to get what I'm seeking here. So I'm going to quit recording. But the fact that they posted it and then were just hammered for this and then deleted it just shows you how gutless so many of these people are. Yeah. 
Well, it's a uh, it's a shame, but again, uh, but here, and Joe, I'm not advocating this whatsoever. Uh, but I'm surprised the guy just didn't get popped by whoever was behind so him. The Del- You're in New York. Oh. This is Delta. You have such a huge opportunity here because here you have an African American male behind the counter who could not possibly have handled this any better than they did. Showed this person, hey, here's the process. If you want to get on the plane, fine. But if not, three days before Christmas, I'll have Port Authority take care of it right here and there. And Delta has an unbelievable opportunity to make this person the face of LaGuardia Airport in Delta. And I think the goal of the country should be, if not now, by the end of 24, uh, Delta does the right thing. I, I have a sneaking feeling that this guy will probably be reprimanded. The... Uh, let me the, see if there's an update on the, that. The DEI, the, the DEI poison is so fully ingrained you think in, the, um, in, Delta co- in corporate America, oh. is so ingrained in corporate America that they're still unwilling to uh, to address this the way the agent did. I would recommend him to win. The- I hope I'm wrong. I hope Delta sees this and sides with their agent. But I have the sneaking suspicion that the DEI tentacles are so firmly attached now. They're so sunk into the groove that it's going to take them a while to back out of it as this DEI BS blows up. I think you should win the 2023 Airport Hero of the Year Award. Take it away from you. Uh, I was 2018. <laughs> well, you were 2018. It's not a, it's not a traveling trophy. It's oh, I you see. Just get the there can be a new it. one every year. There is, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to see if there's any type you of. You think update. there's a version of you at LaGuardia? There has to be. I'm. They're cloning me at airports right now. <laughs> they're they're trying to be like the rookie. Okay. Serious question. What? You overhear this at the airport. Are you going to do anything? Yes, I'm going to go de-escalate the situation immediately. How? Um. By telling this person, I know you're upset. But if this goes any bigger than this, first of all, you won't be able to fly today. We'll take you off the plane. You won't be on this flight, and you might not be on the next flight either. So you have to let them know that you're in control. You respect that they disagree. You don't escalate the situation. But you do what this Delta guy did, saying, here's the deal. This is what it is. What if the agent in question in your scenario was doing exactly what the Delta guy did? You'd, you'd be defending that I would, agent? I'd be keeping my mouth shut, yes. I would, I'd be there as a GSC, as somebody that can remove somebody on the aircraft, but I wouldn't butt in. I would just be nodding. And then if he looked to me to say, what now, then I would say. I'm you you, you, you threw an acronym at me. What is GSE? It's uh, it's um, ground security. Yeah, you're, you're one of the guys that can take people off. A flight attendant can only call to get you removed. A flight attendant can't remove you. From the plane. Well, let's be fair to the situation, Rook. I don't want to speak for you, but it's hard for you to comment on this because you have not been briefed. I haven't been fully briefed on this, show. You know this. You can't ask me these questions and expect me to know full on what's going on. I was not there. I was not at the briefing, uh, post-briefing. They would have said, did you fill out a safety report? Okay, you have to fill out a safety report. Include everything you saw. And then let's go talk about it. Okay. Hasn't been briefed. Thank you for reminding me that. You're welcome. I I, I didn't speak. I'm here as your counsel. Thank you. At what point, if any, serious question, at what point, if any, would you have been allowed to manhandle that customer? Or is that no go? I wouldn't. No, I would not. I would not pull or tug or push. Because then you, you, what, you absolve any type of 
not absolved. But then you, it's on you. Exactly. Okay, that's better put. If okay. there's a police officer or air marshal, I okay. Case you need your point. help here. Think what that agent in LaGuardia. Think of the uh, reserve he expressed. Think of the. Well, and we just saw thirty I'm not seconds. Done. I'm of not it. done. Yeah. Think of the self discipline he had. Now think what cops go through. Oh God! Can you imagine? Yeah. Can uh, you imagine? No. They're all about de-escalation. They. I was on a plane where the girlfriend and the boyfriend were going to Las Vegas, Uh-oh. and they were both hammered, and she wouldn't shut up. And I went down to talk to her and said, you know what? You're going to Las Vegas. Well, what Sit do you mean she wouldn't shut up? Speaking too loudly. Uh, yes, and she was showing signs of intoxication, and there was an air marshal. I think that, you made up a word. Did I say intox? You was said intoxicated. In, you said intoxicated. Did I say intoxicated? You, you did a W. You went intoxication. Intoxication. <laughs> she was full of intoxication. <laughs> uh, she was intoxicated, and there was an air marshal that stood up, and he said, I'm an air marshal. What do you want me to do? And I said, she's, not, she's not going. She's not going. And he tried to tell her. He just told me to remove you. I will remove you if you keep talking. And she went hot. He just pulled her off the plane. Time to go. And she. So this was before you went out to the runway. Yeah, we're on the jet bridge, ready to push and close the door. Yeah. And she. Bigger question. Yep. Did the boyfriend stay on the plane? Uh, See ya, honey. He went to Vegas. He was gone too. (laughs) And they went to Vegas. And whatever radio show they were on, there was a radio show there. They went on and they ripped Sun Country a new one. And then I saw that Air Marshal six months later, and he he saw me on Twin Cities Live, and the the wife said, "Why does that guy look familiar?" He's like, he was the guy that kicked <laughs> off the, uh, it was really funny. But uh, yeah, they can't, no physical. If they're going to be arrested, then the cops are going to cuff them. And that's the only physical part that's going to be. North American Banking Company. Mm. You know what? Not only have they been with Garage Logic for the better part of 2023, they have been so thankful. What? They signed up for 2024 as well. Bilski! They are my Bilski! bank. They should become your bank as well. Six locations here in the Twin Cities to serve you. My locations in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. They understand that there's no shortage of banking options here in the Twin Cities. So if you're tired of just being a number to your big national bank, then be sure to check out my friends at North American Banking Company. They're locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means that loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send these out of state. So this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence, Rook. So what you're saying is you just don't want to be an overdraft number like I usually am. Correct. Okay. And if you're going to get rejected by that loan, you want to know right now. Nobody's nicer. Nobody's nicer than North American. (laughs) Mr. Mikulski, we're having trouble with your paperwork again. Uh, They first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. So check them out online today. NABankco.com to learn more. That's NABankco.com. Co.com, North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Cha on that. Wow. Salou on Grand is closing January 8th. No. Another, really? Another nice restaurant on Grand gone. Didn't uh, the other place just closed too? I saw I, I, every time I've been in there, it's packed. 
Nobody goes there anymore. It's too busy. Food. Why are they fall, falling? <laughs> it might be the surroundings. It might just maybe they're people are getting mugged. Well, were they, I, I was going to say, were they the place that got hit a bunch? Oh, you're thinking of Billy's. That's Billy's. That's right. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Billy's was. That's, they've retained their liquor license. Billy's is a asshole. It used to be a really great bar. I know when I lived in St. Paul, we went there all the yes, time. Yeah. What happened? I Started to attract a lot of bikers. Little uh, different clientele. I know Wangler sold it. Billy Wangler didn't have it anymore. Johnny Wangler. I don't know who owns it now. Because wasn't it was was it a St. Thomas bar? No, it was a great winter carnival bar. Uh, it was owned by uh, like a Cretan okay. family. When do you start writing the clues? I don't write. <laughs> it is as, as you say, <laughs> Stuart. Somebody's gonna have a hard time this year. There's no snow to bury it in. Yeah, that's true. What are they going to do? Where are you going to put it? I don't know. Have you thought about it yet? I'm not in the. I'm not the clue writer. Put it in a dove. Wink, you, ever wink. Use, you ever use dove soap? No. What? Thank you. That's number four. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they put it in. They put it in a dove box. Uh, <laughs> thank you. What are we up to again now? Four? Uh, you're at four, but I, you know, I think I've missed a couple. To be yeah, that's honest. true. I, you know, it takes a while. It takes a, a certain oh, person to all this um, work. Working up an appetite here. <laughs> yeah, he has food in his shirt. He's got a pouch. pouch chips. That pouch is a great. Chips. That is full usage. You, I mean, think of what I could put in here. I love this. Like markers too. Yeah. Some drawings. Put, yeah. Rubik's cube. Hey, you need keys? Here you go. Let's go. What do you need? Where are you going? Right here. Pick the lock. I saw a guy set the Rubik's Cube record, 3.1 seconds. Wow. On uh, Oh, the world record? Yeah. I think I've seen that video. Yeah. i got someone in my family that can do that. I really can't. Cool. I've never. My nine-year-old. Like my nine-year-old. Uh, it's unbelievable it's watching him do it. So he can do it? One. Yes. I could. I'd, I'd be a skeleton. In yeah. fact, when I take <laughs> too long to just do one side, I see this. Oh, I've never even done Dad, a side. Yeah, I can't. You know what I do? I pick off the stickers yeah. and then just put them back. <laughs> oh, I did it in five minutes, kids. Yeah, but we're missing right, half right. of the blue. Where's the green? <laughs> well, that you, one's black. How do you do it? It's all about you, numbers you, and sequence. You go, seriously. Here we go. Six times this down. way, and then you do, there. there is a way to do it. There is a formula. Four times yes. this way, but I don't have the patience for that. Speaking of patience, when we come back, I've got a story. No. Yeah, no, pretty good one. Uh, what a height with me almost dying. So, John, at your midway point, yes. throw it to Rook, please. Okay, I'm doing Masonic. Yes, please. Okay. No, when? When's he doing midway? Masonic? Not, not, yeah, midway. When, at midway. the end of John's thing. Let's go. Hold on, Scott Matura. Years and years ago, I lived pretty close to there, and we used to go there all the time. It was such a great bar. Yeah, I, I agree with yeah. you completely, Scott. Scotty, we used to go down there. Well, not in high school, but after high school. Let's go here. Where are we going? Uh, hang on. I just We're kind of on the road to nowhere. Where did my thing go? <laughs> We're on the road to nowhere. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right. I was um, in Maple Grove yesterday. Lock and safe. Yeah. You were close to me. You should have come and visited. Johnny, you should have come and watched me play pickleball. Jesus. Pickleball. Like a complete fool. Joe, you want to play pickleball? Joe Sujure, the keeper of common sense. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news update brought to you by Moscow, the Twin Cities, from the four corners of the world. 
from the news capitals at home and abroad. Yes. Yes. Today's headlines brought into focus the issues and events that shape our time. John. Garage Logic, the information beacon of Minnesota, presents the John Hype News Experience. And helps them in a commentary well, one of journalism's most trusted voices. Five-time winner of the Gopher Newshawk Award. Now, Newshawk, with that. all the news fit to broadcast, okay. here's John Hite. Turn it up, baby. Thank you, Matt. Uh, this news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, with unsafe ice conditions in a lot of areas of Minnesota and reports of people falling through ice increasing every day, state officials are again urging caution. Latest warning from the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources comes on the day a body was found on a lake in far northern Minnesota and two others had to be rescued in Beltrami County. Lake of the Woods County Sheriff Gary Fish says his office was called about a possible drowning at the Northwest Angle near Flag Island around 8.10 yesterday morning, several agencies responded. A male victim's body was found just after 3 p.m. The victim has not yet been identified. That death happened when a commercial transport vehicle, ones that they call bombers, crashed through the ice on Lake of the Woods in the Northwest Angle. Also on Thursday, two men fell through the ice on Upper Red Lake. Beltrami County Sheriff's Office says crews responded about 7.30 in the morning and met the men at the resort they were staying at. Fortunately, they were both okay. Plans are made to remove their ATV when the ice gets strong enough again. What a- fish, I'm sorry, John, yeah. to interrupt, but I'm going to do it anyway. What fish is good enough to risk your life for? None. None. If I was king, I'd put a fence around Upper and Lower Red for the winter. Yeah. I'm never allowed to go on it. Yeah. You would be elected. Some moron is always stuck right. out there on an yep. ice floor. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they've had to do at least three rescues there already since December 17th, according to the DNR, on Upper Red Lake. Officials say that while temps are forecasted to drop, ice conditions will remain poor until there's a string of cold days to form new clear ice. A blackened grouper sandwich might be worth the effort. When Rookie started his question of what fish, and I thought, is he trying to bait Joe again for another That was a legitimate question. That that was was legit for fun. That was was legit. But beware. I mean, you never know. They're out there. (laughs) The Meeker County Sheriff's Office is investigating John, I'm sure. Yeah, Go ahead. You're the, mark. You're the mark today. Meeker County Sheriff's Office is investigating the fatal shooting of a woman in Dassel Township. A man called 911 around 10 in the morning yesterday said he shot his wife. When authorities got to the home on the 2200 block of 713th Avenue, they found a woman dead inside. The man taken into custody. Authorities have not identified him or the woman. There were two children in the home at the time. They were not hurt, according to authorities. Bureau of Criminal Apprehension and Litchfield Police are helping with that investigation. Manoman, Marshall Martin, McLeod, Meeker, Malax, Morrison, Maurer, Murray are your M counts. Is that the most? Got them. A lot of oh, C's are the most. C's are the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an email in from the Garage Logic Town Council that's listening to us in real time. I, I understand. Uh, this is from Francis. Mr. Mayor, as the keeper of common sense and as the clue writer, is there a chance that you won't find an acceptable spot for the puck this year due to climate change slash global warning? Loyal listener and member of Steve's crew, Francis of Roseville. I do not uh, have anything to do with the treasure hunt. Okay. Noted. 
From the Star yeah. Tribune, back-to-back multi-vehicle crashes just as the morning commute started today. It brought traffic to a halt. On Highway 169, the first of two pileups occurred shortly before 5 this morning near the Hopkins-Minnetonka border at Excelsior Boulevard. According to State Patrol Lieutenant Jill Frankfurth, a passenger vehicle spun out on the pavement's frosty glaze and was blocking other drivers. A Minnetonka squad arrived, and that squad was hit by a driver in an SUV. The SUV also hit the vehicle that had spun out. The Minnesota Department of Transportation traffic camera captured the SUV driver getting out of the vehicle, jumping across a concrete barrier, and fleeing across the northbound lanes and into the darkness. Wow. Yeah, the passenger vehicle's driver taken by emergency responders to a nearby hospital for non-critical injuries. The officers in the damaged uh, squad not hurt, according to the lieutenant. Moments later in the same area, a semi-trailer truck slid out of control as it neared mm. the crash scene and jackknifed. Several approaching vehicles then hit the big rig. No injuries reported. Uh, traffic didn't remain clogged for a couple of hours on, Hunway, uh, on Highway 169 until they got it all straightened out. Well, I know what you're thinking. What did I tell you about three or four weeks ago? We are going to have, and we haven't even had bad winter weather yet. We have too many people that forget how to drive in bad yes, conditions. Yes. It was a little slick this morning. And these idiots just think, oh, I could still go 70 with my cruise on. No, no, you can't. truck drivers. Uh, they just, the 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 current truck driver, I don't think is thoroughly trained Both enough. of my brothers, both have their class A, both are truck drivers. And they said it's never been worse. The the the, the level yeah, of, it's gone way down. It's Water so down. because we're just handing them out. Wow. A historic flood warning for the Red River. It does usually happen this time of year. Select river points are rising in the southern Red River Basin due to excessive unseasonable rainfall and also contributed to a damaging ice storm over the past few days. Carl Jones is with the National Weather Service in Grand Forks. He said a flood warning in December. Well, he thinks this is the first time they've ever had to issue one. Since 2003, when the Weather Service there began its current format of flood warnings, it has not issued such a warning in December. Uh, That's not the only place. Also, the St. Croix River, also on the rise this week in Stillwater. On Thursday afternoon, the downtown river gauge was just above 77 feet. That river is expected to rise toward 80 feet next week. That's the action stage for flood preps in Stillwater. Uh, They should be okay. Flood stage is 87 feet. Uh, Revisiting that story we talked about a little bit earlier, the chancellor of a state university in Wisconsin has been fired after posting pornographic videos with his wife online. University of Wisconsin Systems Board of Regents unanimously decided to dismiss the chancellor, Joe Gao, who had led the University of Wisconsin lacrosse since 2007 and was its longest tenured leader since the 1960s. Carmen Wilson, Mr. Gao's wife, was also removed from her unpaid position as associate to the chancellor. Karen Walsh, the head of the board, which oversees the system's 13 universities, said the board was alarmed and disgusted by Gao's actions. In an interview yesterday, Gao and Wilson said they believe they were fired over the videos, which include sex scenes together and with others under the username Sexy Happy Couple. (laughs) The what? Sexy Happy Couple. Oh. Yeah, that's also if you want to watch their... You guys, uh, you and the CP hadn't already trademarked that? No. No. The uh, cooking videos are also listed as sexy, happy couple. Those are on YouTube. Those those don't involve sex, just cooking. Both said they and felt. As Joe it- mentioned earlier, one of those uh, applies. I think happy, right? Both couple. said 
the, uh, the wife in this deal is, uh, uh, be nice. Jim. Yeah. Hold it. Be nice. You're turning the corner here. You're going, you know what? There's uh, somebody for everybody. That's a good way to put it. You're welcome. I wonder if my brother, Steven, Oh God. In his, uh, September, October, November, in his three-month stint at the University of La Crosse, had him as a teacher at any point. Wonder. He, he's sitting at home on after Christmas break. It's January 1st, and my mom and dad are kind of looking at around going, shouldn't you be uh, going back to La Crosse? And he's, well, they asked me not to come back. In his three-month stint. In his three-month stint. At, uh... Did you have the guy at all? Both Gao and Wilson said they felt it was wrong for the university to punish them over the videos, arguing uh, to do so infringes on their free speech rights. Uh, Gao is 63. His wife is 56. They've made, vi made videos together for years, but they had decided recently to make them publicly available on porn websites and had been pleased by the response. They said they never mentioned the university or their jobs in the videos, several of which have racked up hundreds of thousands of views. The couple has also made a series of videos in which they cook meals with porn actors and uh, they're dressed during that. But then after they cook the meals, they have sex with the porn actors, some male. Do they make female. money with this? Yeah. What do you think uh, of the pasta? Yes. Of course. <laughs> what you think of the well, pasta? Okay. <laughs> now, I, I have a question. And Boy, I got oh, a lot. good. I, please, I, just, I don't know how. Stop doing sports talk for Pat. I want to, for my own enjoyment, I want to hear what Pat has to say about this story. Go ahead, John. Oh, well, I just need to know. I, this probably isn't real relevant to the story, but if they had porn actors and actresses come on their cooking show and then have sex with them, they obviously must have paid them a fee, you would assume, right? You would think so. I mean, yeah, they're not going to come do it for nothing. I said you want a freebie with for her. I think those in the industry, um, you know, they, yeah, they have. Or a, is it like well, sometimes we'll do trade? You know, so, you know, the twins run spots. What do I get for a, right. uh, well, scrambled eggs and toast? Sometimes they bring <laughs> on a female, I would imagine, sometimes a male. That's yes. correct. Uh, I did uh, I did see some still shots, as they say. What did you think of the tube steak? Yep. It's time to play Love the Hardware Store. Yes, it is. Why don't we uh, take a break at this point what and see what else? How's your veal that I see? What else? Yeah, the younger they are, that veal, they, it's, uh, yeah, they, they've just been freshly out of the uh, cow. They're very tender. Brooke, uh, kind of like me. Brooke, why don't, you, why don't you take it away? Well, that's right? true. It's not vegan. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I there's, like that squash. There's absolutely no way I Speaking can segue into this. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's, I'm going to clear my mind, clear my thoughts for a minute. Okay. That shouldn't take long. Oh, we're done. We're done. We're, she's empty. She's empty. Good. I, I just hit it. the refresh. Reset. Yeah. All right. Minnesota Masonic Charities is very proud to sponsor this show they love today. following this segment. They, they are completely <laughs> the opposite of all that uh, uh, silliness. They're serious. And as you know, Minnesota Masonic Charities is one of the leading grant makers in the state, including primary support for the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital, the University of Minnesota Masonic Cancer Center, both great institutions leading the fight against cancer with research on the causes, prevention, treatments, cures, one of the leading cancer research institutes in the nation. That's why you've heard their name. That's why they're out there this year. Their research on the causes, prevention, detection, and treatment of cancer has helped tens of thousands of people and the reason they came on garage logic is they wanted to get to word the word out everybody thinks they have the secret meanings the handshake the funny hats they're an open book 
You go to minnesotamasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Visit their beautiful campus in Bloomington, and you'll know all about them because they want you to know. They're an open book, mnmasoniccharities.org. Writing utensil. Ladies and gentlemen, your, your attention, attention, please. I sound great today. Now, why when I stand up, do my legs hurt? It's uh, like I've been sitting around now. I walk, I don't know how much I walk today. Your thighs or your bottom? You're dehydrated. The knee. You're dehydrated. Uh, my th- thighs. Reavers, that's your answer to everything. You're dehydrated. dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. You know what I am right now? Uh, Malnourished. Oh, he's got a pouch full of chips. Intoxication eyes. Oh, pretty good. Intoxication. Intoxication. How's the pouch? You need a snack? Do you have people playing in your pouch? Just <laughs> <laughs> family. Jeez. <laughs> By the oh. way, it's not a porch, it's a Lamborghini. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen. What was that line? The gal comes over to I wouldn't mind a bike for a week. No, 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 no. She's looking for work, and the old guy yeah. thinks she's pretty good looking, so he hires her to tell her to paint the porch out back. And she goes out back, and she comes back in about two hours and says, okay, I'm done. But by the way, that's not a Porsche. It's a Lamborghini. Oh. Jeez. How would you take that? Oh, I don't care. I bet she didn't do a very good job painting that Porsche. What color was it? I don't know. Green. I don't know. That'd be fine. Why do you ask that's me what color fine. it was? That'd be fine. Blue that's paint fine. or red paint? <laughs> what color is a Lamborghini? <laughs> wouldn't that would be, be his joke. Wouldn't it be funny? Hey, to see, what color is a Lamborghini? That's wouldn't it line. be? Wouldn't it be funny to see Pat on a cooking show? Oh my god! Oh, oh yes. Yikes. Hey, Alan, we're gonna make biscuits. You like biscuits? Oh, you uh, the was a porn me. cooking show. Biscuits and gravy. Piece of paper in one of your 20 pockets. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, get, Hold get, on. Get the redhead over. What's your name again? <laughs> you want a mine or what? So you're just here for the pool. What's going as on? I'm, uh, driving, uh, as I'm driving along, people will think I'm playing Pokemon. Kid, I got this question for you. Yes. What? <laughs> Why? Turn it upside down. How do? Yeah, my, let me put my glasses on. Hey, don't run away. Hang on. How does blue paint smell like red paint? <laughs> Why does it smell the same? Is that the joke? Well, I don't get it. Maybe I wrote it down wrong. You know? That- oh my God! I'm never tell you every that. single time. I wrote it down. Hey kid, let me get over. Hey yeah, let me. I got to write it down. It's, oh, it's upside down. I wrote it down. <laughs> Blue paint or red blue paint? paint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. Opa. Opa. What does Opa mean? It means like, she used um, to host the show. Opa oh, isn't Winfrey. that what they're saying now when the commie scores a goal? Yeah, Opa. Like, oh. um, oh. Hey. Yes. How are you? How are you? Goal. It's a no, goal. it's this. Goal. How do we do it? Let us spray. Oh, that's a great joke. <laughs> is that all you people think about is money? Let's go here. Joe, are you ready? Moshi, are you ready? Yeah. Moshi. My name is That's Moshi. what it was. David. Moshi. Moshi. Yes. Did you get the $1,000? Is that all you people think about is money? 
God, he's Catholic for 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, come on. We're, We're going, going right to John. Right to me. You don't need a thing. Nope. John, are Don't you ready? Don't forget the scramble. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. Yeah. End of the year scramble. That's right. Rolling. Moshi. Moshi. Here's a guy that forgot a liner. Oh. Here's a guy that's about to learn what Opa means. Here's Joe Suchere. The earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Opa is a... Oh. <laughs> Common Mediterranean, Eastern European, Middle Eastern, North Africa, South American, and Jewish yes. emotional expression. I say to you, Opa. Mm -hmm. It just means um, shock or surprise Yay. or wow. Hey, or whoops, I made Opa. a mistake. End Opa. of the year, fun Friday. You were had you had a story. Um, the other day I was going to the airport. It's probably about four thirty in the morning. And I went. It's a I, long story. It's a very long story. Well, <laughs> great ending. Great ending. <laughs> and I forgot my parking paddle, so I had to go back in the house. I went back in the house with the key, did it, and then I grabbed the key. I went out to my car, and something was wrong with the defrost. I was late. I couldn't do anything with it, but I was locked out of the house. So I went to find our spare key, and I'm fumbling with the keys in the back door. I finally opened the back door after a couple minutes. And we have jingle bells on our door. I walk into the kitchen, and she's holding a machete uh, about the size of Duluth going, what in the hell are you doing? I scared the hell out of her. Uh -huh. She had bear spray, and she had a machete, and I thought she was going to slice my head off. I lived. Did she use either? No. <laughs> Don't ever try to break into my house. All right, then. All right. It's time to play what a hardware store. That's kind of what it was. And, uh, Where did you get the machete? If I if I'm gone, she's well protected. Okay. That's just one of many, by the way. Huh. Uh, in, in other news, and before I get to the news, uh, I have uh, even more of an update on the university folks. Um, good. Uh, good. Uh, earlier this morning, I went to just regular YouTube, YouTube.com, where you can watch the music still doing videos. the full <laughs> Well, well I, I am. And uh, where you could uh, see the cooking videos, just regular yeah. YouTube.com. Right? Yeah. Well, now all of those are gone. Oh, boy. Uh, and uh, what I was going to mention, I went to double check it because the, uh, the graphics, everything was really good on them. It was done really professionally. Oh, very for nice. lack of a better way to put it. But now apparently someone, not YouTube, I don't think, because there was no sex on those videos, but, uh, probably the, uh, uh former chancellor has taken them down. Maybe. How Somebody do you see the post cooking videos? You have to be a subscriber. You have to be a subscriber. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Loyal Fans. What's your number? Uh, you're number. You got a number. I don't uh, have a number. a number. A dollar? No, I don't have a Ten number. $10 a month or $100 no. for the year? No. <laughs> that's, <a concept. laughs> that's right. That's right. That's been done already. You're right. You're right. In, uh, in other news, Russia launched 122 missiles, dozens of drones against Ukrainian targets, officials said Friday, killing at least 30 civilians across Ukraine. 
uh, the Ukraine across Ukraine in what an Air Force official called the biggest aerial barrage of that war. At least 144 people injured and an unknown number buried under rubble during the roughly 18-hour onslaught. In the Mideast, the Israel Defense Forces releasing findings of an investigation into the deaths of those three Israeli hostages who were shot by accident by the IDF in Gaza. The investigation found the IDF failed in its mission to rescue hostages and the entire chain of command feels responsible and regrets the outcome. This all happened back on December 10th. IDF soldiers raided several buildings in Shijaya, a neighborhood in eastern Gaza that's seen fierce fighting. During the raid, IDF soldiers heard calls in Hebrew asking for help. They thought it was a trap by Hamas militants who sought to deceive them, something they had done in the past. The IDF uh, said they had seen signs said saying, save three kidnapped people. Well, during intense fighting, an IDF soldier fired at three figures whom he had identified as a threat. Two were killed. One ran away. That one was killed the next day. Turns out they were three hostages. Both of wow. you 13-year-olds mm. were just on your phones. Mm -hmm. That's unacceptable. I was texting your host. Oh, for Monday Night Sports Talk? Yes. Is he in the building? He uh, Yes, he is. And you were doing what? Telling a joke. <laughs> On Why does red paint smell? <laughs> On Thursday, Maine's top election official moved to remove Donald Trump from the ballot, citing his conduct after the 2020 vote. Hours later in California, election officials said Trump would stay on their ballot. Michael Waldman, president of the Brennan Center for Justice at New York University, said the ruling in Maine sets the stage for what he calls an epic constitutional showdown. Waldman saying this will put more pressure on the Supreme Court to act one way or the other and make a decision. There's a real need, he said, for national clarity on this. The Supreme Court is likely to decide soon whether it will review a Colorado Supreme Court decision that declared Trump ineligible. State Republicans have asked the justices to intervene, and Trump is expected to file his own appeal, which could come as soon as this afternoon. This will never end. I've told you that. Yes. What, 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 are, what are we doing? I don't know. What, what are we doing here? In all, in all seriousness... Yeah. Colorado, I believe Biden won by what? 10 point, it was a it was a fair fairly healthy was, victory. Yeah, over 10%, I think. And wasn't Maine it. pretty close to the same result? Biden yeah. won pretty handily. Yeah. So what all you're doing well, go on, The sorry. end result though, don't you think Chris is if they win this in the Supreme Court, then other states do it. Don't you think that's the end result? Because yeah, then it's a done yeah, deal. Dominoes will fall, yeah. But then but then again, if this if this continues you're just throwing red meat to the wolves, aren't you? Yes. I discovered a place yesterday on a, on a wooden boat site. Yeah, only fans. Na only fans. Naples, Maine. Naples, Maine. Look to yourself a favor and see if you can find on YouTube a travel log of Naples, Maine. Sounds, I like the sound Beautiful of lakes, and you see the white mountains in the background, oh, and it's their summer area, and bing, bang, boom. You ever been? No, but I'd love to go there. Mm -hmm. Naples, um, Maine. By the way, did I just get punked by him when he asked the direct question, what are you doing? And I said, I'm on my phone. Does yeah. he get credit for one? Of Ooh, my, we might have one to of mine has one. to be erased. Yeah, okay. Erased. He's trying to play take, the game. Take okay. one away. Yeah. He's trying to play the game. Yeah. I got you. I'm on to you now, bro. Some uh, interesting videos. Have you seen these California videos the last couple of days? Yes. The last day, I guess. Rain, coastal flooding, and waves as tall as 30 feet 
expected along parts of the West Coast today. A day after giant waves pummeled the California shoreline, prompted evacuation warnings. More than 6 million people in coastal areas of California and Oregon were under high surf warnings overnight as breaking waves posed an especially heightened threat to life and property, according to the National Weather Service. Waves of about 28 to 33 feet tall and potentially up to 40 feet tall. Over uh, forecast overnight in some coastal areas in the San Francisco Bay. Uh, the Weather Service office in L.A. told surfers and beachgoers the risk of drowning is high and the California State Park System warned outdoor enthusiasts to be careful at the ocean. More than a dozen state parks and beaches in California were fully or partially closed because of bad weather. A lot of those houses were really close to the ocean. Very close, yeah. It's a bad... That's, yeah, you can't... You know, don't do that. Right. Yeah. There were some where uh, they were right next to the ocean, and as the wave came, the whole street was flooded. That's Gar- right. Garbage cans floating by. Oh. Just amazing. It's, it's uh, pretty obvious, isn't it? Obviously, the state of California isn't spending enough money on climate change. It right? is a climate change problem, yeah. Uh, Naples, Maine? Yeah. Uh, I think that's on the uh, list at least once. Oh, it's great yeah. pictures. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Right. Naples, Maine. Who knew? I didn't know. Who Naples, knew? Florida, Naples, Italy. E.B. White wrote a great piece about as a child going to a lake in Maine. And I wonder if it was the Naples area. Hmm. I'll have to double check. I uh, have a family member, my wife, who's never been to Maine or Vermont, but wants to move there. <laughs> I've never been to Vermont. I have been to Maine. I think that one was in Banger, Maine. Banger? Yeah. Yeah. There was a John, uh, thank you. Great documentary <laughs> yeah. about a retired sure. psychologist that <laughs> had a uh, I think he had a was it a motel? He had an inn. Oh. What? And, yeah, he had an I think was that Vermont? Yes. I don't remember. Yeah. But the guy uh a lot of antics. A lot he of antics. Did he like his mom a lot? What are you talking about? Bob Newhart. Oh, that show. New Larry Yearland. Larry Daryl and Daryl and yeah. Larry. And who was the wife? She was a a, a cutie. Suzanne Plush. Oh no, 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 no Suzanne no, no, Plush no, no. was in the first series. Oh, she she died of a heart attack. Which what? Very me. lovely gal. And, uh, yeah, and such a great life. You'd think you living in Vermont, you wouldn't be stressed out. Well, it was a TV show. I don't know if they were Newhart. living there when they were doing Newhart. it. Mister Sushere, would it be once more to the lake by E. B. White? Probably. A yes. visit to Belgrade Lakes, Maine. Oh, Ooh. Belgrade Lakes. Yeah. I'll be damned. Mm. First I was published part in... of the chain of lakes mm. uh, at Erie uh, at at Naples, Maine. Well, Belgrade Lakes. I'll have to look it up. Mary Fran. Mary Fran. Mary Fran. Yeah. Yes. Mary Fran. Yep. She died. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Son, or she died at eighty-two years of age. Eighty-two. Yeah. Eighty-two. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, when that show was being done, what she must have been an elderly. She was younger girl. than eighty-two. <laughs> No, I I know that. Got <laughs> what? I got that part. Yep. What? But she must have been in her sixties, maybe. I would imagine. I'm trying yeah. to see. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I guess. Well, I when know. was the show on? In the eighties? <laughs> TV. That reminds me of the great Mitch Hedberg line. I have a photo of me when wait, I was wait. younger, but every photo is when I was younger. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute, Rook. Mary uh, Friend died when she was fifty-five. Well, who's eighty-two? Oh, God, what are you looking at? She died it's in 19... <laughs> no, 1998. Jenny Newhart, Bob Newhart's wife of 60 years, died at 82. Oh, my God. So his real wife died. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> <a reach. laughs> 
Take a break, will you? I'll figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) First, I'd like to tell the fine folks out there, thank you for your support of Hofferman Water and Kinetico. I have been a customer for years. You will be happy, too, if you decide to make the switch. So here's the deal. Just get get online, have them come up for that free water analysis today. Can't be good water. You really can't, Rook. It's the best. Your ice is better. You're cooking. If you want to start a naked cooking show with porn stars, I guarantee your cooking is going to be better. You got to have clear water. If you make the switch. Can't have that Detroit brown runny water. You really can't. 952-894-4040. Also, you can visit Jenny their Newhart website. Liked, uh, she liked clean water before she died at well, 82. That's good to know. <laughs> Hoffermanwater.com is their website. Go online. You can see every yeah. single system that they have to offer. Get on that schedule, Patrick, for fun Friday, everybody. Right, everybody. I want clean water for everyone. Water softeners, iron rust, and odor filtration oh, systems. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Uh, I promise you we're not going to bill you for this one. Hofferman Water. Yes, sir. We're on the council. For 45 minutes. Yes. And he gave me great answers, and I could see he was thinking about something else. Yep. Something else. So I called Johnny Keith, who was his big buddy who used to be his SID, and he says, yes, women. Women, uh, right, but we're it. on the console. Got it, got right. it. Okay. <laughs> in oh honor of the console, we will say women. I can't wait to he do the podcast of, where you two can really tell us the story. He was thinking of confident. Were you confident that yes? Only one thing. No, no, no. I thought it was certain. Certain. Let's go certain? here. Play the scramble. His assistant coach, Larry Lacewell, had a good looking wife and Barry and her had a, a little twist. Affair, a little affair. Okay. They had bumper stickers that said, Barry's got it in for Larry. <laughs> the only time I've ever been oh, certain. Yes, sir. The only time in my life I've been certain. Can we do this? Was the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I was certain I was going to do that again. Uh, Joe, give me a moment. This magic moment. Who's yeah. that? Jay and the Americans. Jay and the Americans. Got it. Jay Black. Wait, I want to check my text very briefly. Uh, a beautiful use of that song was in Sandlot when he's put lips. Oh, when the, he's uh, getting the Wendy Peppercorn. We just watched that the other night. What a we, great we... movie! You tell you've seen Sandlot for real. Uh, Not even a joke. You like question. the Sandlot? I think it's so. a good flick. Yeah, yeah. real good yeah. flick. When Wendy Peppercorn. The ball goes in the yard. And there's a yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah, I don't know who that is. With her padded oh. swimsuit. Let's bra. go. Scramble's playing, bro. She married Squint. They had like a whole bunch of kids. Yep. <laughs> in real life, she was the lifeguard. Yeah. In real life? No, just in the movie. <laughs> no, they got married. In real life? Yes. For real? And had a bunch of kids. No, that's what the guy said at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Only. <laughs> Maine. <laughs> Two oh. more years. Only because they come to us all the way from Lake Lock Lake Lake Las Vegas, Nevada. Lay it down, bro. That's this day in history. Good. On this day. Today, Joe, is December 29th. 1854. 
The first legal execution in Ramsey County, Minnesota Ooh. territory took place when Yuha Z, Ooh. a Dakota man convicted of murdering an immigrant woman named Bridget Keener, was hanged on a gallows on St. Anthony Hill, now Cathedral Hill in St. Paul. Wow. On this day, 1229, in 1891, the Minnesota Library Association was organized in St. Paul. Professor William W. Falwell, the librarian of the U of M, was elected president of this first state library association, and other members of that useful profession filled the offices of vice president, Helen J. McCain of the St. Paul Public Library and Secretary and Treasurer J. Fletcher Williams of the Minnesota Historical Society. Early concerns at meetings of the organization included education for librarianship, work with children, traveling libraries, and public access to bookshelves. What year was this? 1891. Uh, tra what kind of... Tra I mean, would be traveling library be like You'd, a wagon train there you go a little wagon horse-drawn wagon wow were they fun and uh and they would yeah, go they... around the streets and you could go up to them and, and get a book we They're still books. have the neighborhood libraries in our seriously like in our neck of the woods. old rv no it's just you got a little what do you call I got it? News for it looks you. like a big birdhouse. They're all over oh, the city. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah, Cub Scout or Boy Scout makes that for his Eagle Project. They're all over St. Right Paul. Right after the big yeah. camp out. All over Andover, too. <laughs> right after, right the, big after camp the big camp They're motivated. <laughs> after the camp out, they are motivated, man. They are. Oh, yeah. They are. I was going. certain I wasn't going yes, back to that I again. I was not going to go Let me tell you something. Again. We've got our work cut out for us in 2024. What? DEI must go. How do we do it? It must. Well, we'll make it happen. Okay. Uh, GLs have a wonderful new year. Hey, hey and, Joe. Uh, yes. Joe, I'll see you next year. Okay, Josh. Johnny King. <laughs> Every year. Here's to everybody getting a pouch for snacks oh, in 2024. <laughs> and, and happy new year, GLers. And uh, we'll see you in 2024. And remember, if you are a youngster and you're sitting at home and you're not quite 21 yet and you and your buddy get offered a beer by your dad, remember Buffy and Muffy. Remember Buffy and Muffy called? The two girl, the yes. two girls, yes. and the dad said, "Nope, you are, you had your, you're at, you had a beer already. You can't go anywhere." Yeah, and they said, "We remembered how good the beer tasted before they called, and how bitter it tasted after, because they wouldn't let them go out with the gals." You don't remember that? I do. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure that story was told correctly. Oh. There was some great regret. Take it from the top. There was some great regret in. Well, yeah, because they were just hanging out with their. The, 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 his buddy and his I thought dad. it was they were invited someplace and didn't go. No, they were invited after they had already had a beer, and the dad said, I'm not letting you underage kids go anywhere because you had a beer already. All right. We got that right. settled? I think so. <laughs> you had a beer in the pocket over there? Not yet. Uh, YouTube, subscribe. Garage Side Council. Okay, 5,000. It's time to play Love in a Hardware Store. Why does it uh, sound about humor me so much? I did Hofferman, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. That's that right. was the long one. That's right. Pat came in. I was afraid he was going to cut loose with a racy uh, profanity huh. tirade. <laughs> what the hell? That one I'll do here. All right. Oh, 5,000. 
Yeah, it's terminal two tomorrow. Gonna be busier than one arm paper hanging. Yeah, than a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. I thought today was the busiest travel day of the year. Uh, well, it, tomorrow's. You know what? There's that. about five days they call the busiest travel day of the year. Yeah, it's a scam. And here's the other thing we don't need. I really don't need the the television crew to run a team down there to show eighteen hundred people in line. I I get it. I believe you. I Here's believe it's busy. Our gal here, Bailey, I think it is, twice or three times she's been out there. She has no idea who I am, which is fine. That neither here nor there. But she always camps out at the north end and the south end by Delta, where the Delta bag drop is. That's where there's all the people. Is she doing it so there's space? Uh, well, I don't know. But don't you want to have your background be a bunch well, of people. Well, why can't, in, in all seriousness, what's the journalistic integrity of just running freaking B roll from the last? I know. Do you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. run the same footage from last year. Who gives a damn? I know. It's I not mean, like I'm saying, oh, I think they're full of crap. Hey, I need some footage. Right. Hey, there's Ruck. I saw Ruckford. Right. Somebody sent me two still shots of me at the airport when they were watching it on the news. Oh, I saw you on the news the other day walking by in the background. Yeah. How'd I look? Good. You look good. Thank you. Appreciate that. You look good. Stop flirting. <laughs> Banger, man. Yep. All right. I am heading out. See you, Johnny Cake. See you, Ruckster. What are you doing for New Year's, Johnny? University no. of Wisconsin, Eau Claire. <laughs> I need Smart. a moment. Same. I think we're going out to eat. What are you cooking for New Year's? I won't be home. Oh, that's right. Should can I tell that one, please? Oh, I, okay. Your fifth one's back. Yeah. Because I really don't give a shit what you're cooking for New Year's. Okay? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why don't you call him? FaceTime him. I will. I Fa- will. You should FaceTime him. Rook, call me ASAP. I'm like, I'm not like, but I saw that the other day. I'm like, I can't call him right away. It's He wants me to do something. <laughs> I get to come on the air. And it was I, Fletcher, who's never gotten back to No, us. that's really weird. Maybe that he's on vacation. Weird. Well, he wouldn't take time off right now, He'd would he? He'd call you from vacation, though. Yeah, he would. I get to come on the air next year. I made my appointment, by the way. But not till March. March 6th. That's just, probably I, as soon as he could get in. Yeah, Jess was doing that. some stuff from home. She is scheduling patients in freaking August. What? Well, what her division is, it's pretty specialized. So they, sorry. That's when people call to cancel. I called to get my foot done as early as I could get it. And she March. says, you realize it's minimum six months that you're. Why, why is did, this? Why didn't you just find a different nail store? Uh, you're getting your toenails done? No, the, the surgery on the bunion. Ah, the bunion. Love, love that you have a bunion. It just means you're old. Bunions. We're going to witness a murder, John. He, he's going to kill him. Where are the bunions? <laughs> yes. Now on to the bunions. I will walk every day. <laughs> I will walk the bunions to the bone. Just like George Thorogood yes. said. I got to find somebody who'll do it, and I can only be off my feet for two weeks. Most people say you got to be off oh, your weed for six John, weeks. What if George Thurgood came out with bunion to the bone? Bad to the bunion. <laughs> Bad to the bunion. University of Wisconsin, Eau Claire. <laughs> Joe's, moving. Joe is, uh, Joe's moving on. And now my feet don't work no more. <laughs> I'm trying to move it on over. <laughs> Eau Claire, EAU. Thank you. Yeah. See Wait, this. is there a dash in here? Uh, between Wisconsin oh, and Ooh, Claire. Claire. I am walking the with the, the day is done. Do you remember the store? Claire? 
Claire. Yes. You remember the song "Oh Claire" by Gilbert O'Sullivan? No. Follow up to Alone Again Naturally. It was a, a pretty big hit. Oh, that's what it was. Fires diversity employee. I thought it was Chancellor. It's, that's a different school. Yes. Oh, yeah, because you thought these were in the same town. Right. Fires diversity <laughs> director. No. What? Diversity employee. Employee. For being white. For being white. Oh, that's a good headline right there. Uh, new sentence. Yes, sir. In 2024. Yep. DEI must go in the year 2424. Okay, uh, Delta agent in New York, yes, should receive Medal of Honor. What did I start the sentence with? Uh, Delta agent in New York should receive Medal of Honor for having to deal with. You didn't hear him. <laughs> he said, should receive Medal of Honor, rookie said, for largest bunion. Honest <laughs> <laughs> to God, I, I think we're going to talk to Seaman. Medal of Honor, we're for having to deal with. Give me a sentence. Yes. <laughs> Delta agent in New York should receive Medal of Honor for having to deal with the largest bunion. <laughs> Transgender customer. Transgender customer. How about offended transgender customer? Okay, good. That's nice of you to. How you doing, buddy? You know, you are really old, Patrick. You have bunions. Now you get them anywhere, anytime. Hey, how do I walk? <laughs> You know how you can tell you really old? When you ran a condo in Florida for February, uh -oh. and then you remember we're having the thing on February 19th, so I got to fucking fly back. We're still oh. on the council, Patrick. Uh, you know what? Stay down there and let's not do that thing on the 19th. <laughs> I think they already have made too many. <laughs> Patrick, have you heard my David and Moshi joke? No. <laughs> Well, it, here we go. It's yes. a new audience. Yes. It's a fresh, yes. fresh. So, David and Moshi are walking through the streets of New York. Are they both Jewish? Yes. Yes. Okay. As they walk past St. Patrick's Cathedral, yes. there's a sign. For those that convert today, you will get $1,000. <laughs> so, David says to Moshi, I'm going in. I'm going to convert. So, he's in there for 15 minutes. Moshi comes out. David says, did you get the money? Moshi says, is that all you people think about is money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, I love when you get a fresh audience. Oh, I gotta go to the can. Is that all you wanted on here? Oh, John Height. Nothing about my snack. No. My snack drawer. Snack drawer. That's uh, you don't want that. I know, I don't. But they're giving it away. I know. Two oh nine. What happened? You gotta have a car that can take it. I know I don't want it. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? I just about? wondered what I want. E85. Yes. E85. Is that corn basically? Yeah. Yeah. That's I use all. it all the time. Oh, you know. a gallon. Yeah. What are, you, what are you driving? Uh, Wait, or no. I use unleaded 88. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Okay. That's yeah, what I use. Yeah. E85. Yeah. You don't want that crap. No, I don't want it. I just wonder why it's 209. Because there's no fuel in it, basically. Yeah. You might as well put corn syrup in there. Oh, wait, Johnny Height. 
No, I d- forgot to mention him in the in the summary. No, he's right there. John, say hi to Patrick. Hi, Pat. Okay, what's with Kenny? Kenny took the week off. Yeah, he always Pat. takes this week off. Hey, wow, guys, uh, uh, Hubbard, uh, Hubbard guys are dropping like flies, huh? Yeah, Ian Punnett and uh, the other guy, Pat Ebert. Pat e- Did you hear what the deal was? Pat Seaman told me Heart he was deal, he assume. had a he had an apnea, so he always slept with the machine. He fell asleep in the chair, and they found him dead. And the kids found him dead in the chair. Ugh. Because oh. he, he had him, he must have had some serious ass apnea. That's... Taking the forgetting to sleep with the machine one day kills you. Wow, wow, yeah. So, Ruck, I think that endorsed no. <laughs> yeah, we were recanting the time when I was talking. I was talking to. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to the Jared, Judd and Declan this morning to. Bought some old times on on our show, <laughs> and I finally said, "You know, you think taunting the audience might have might have hurt us a lot." Basically, basically, we sit out and say, "What can we do to piss them off?" Oh, you guys are idiots. <laughs> That's idiot. You know, when I go through for best ofs, and I, I'll randomly come across something, and it's you know, it's not worth replaying, but yeah. it makes me laugh my ass off. My favorite is one clip from from the afternoon sports talk where Kenny said something about, yeah, this is the worst show on the radio. <laughs> and Patrick says, yes, but Kenny, that's the difference. We are taking calls. <laughs> Basically, yeah, we're taking calls, but nobody's effing listening. <laughs> Kenny, no, you said, Kenny, that's the trouble. We are taking calls. <laughs> oh, God. Because he started off something by going, you know, you know, Kenny will walk in the room and doesn't even give a shit what we're talking about. I hate to pull you away from this fascinating topic. <laughs> See ya, Rock. Well, we were talking, and they were oh, talking God. about how uh, we used to primetime preview. You know, oh, God, do I love primetime preview. Primetime preview, and I said, yeah. <laughs> always sneak it in there in the middle of a sentence so they couldn't dodge Oh, it. my God. And I said, I said, you know. You know who actually got mad at you was my wife. You think taunting, you think taunting the audience hurt us? <laughs> she, she said, I got home, because that's back when she used to listen to the show I was on, and she would say, what? I don't understand. Why does Patrick do that? I don't know. <laughs> You know, the volleyball match or whatever that night. Because she watches the Olympics religiously. And I said, that's the bit, honey. She would, My wife would get mad at Pat for primetime preview because she loves the Olympics. Honey, that's what he's doing. It's like what I tell friends of mine, they get mad at you on Twitter about, you know, ripping PJ Flex. You're taking the bait, you morons. That's what he's trying to do. Well, he took the bait pretty good, man. They're what dead. was Finchie mad about after that victory? Oh, they played terrible. They played t- through 22 turnovers. Oh, we're doing the they show did. without doing the they show. They won a million points by a. They won no, by ten. They were only like two, three. I John, did you send me new stories? This, this I did, sir. Did not have Luca, who was like the whole franchise. Luca took the night off, so. Did you say you want your money back even though the game was in Dallas? No, no, it was here. here. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was in Dallas. I said I want my parking money back. That's what it was. For free, but I want my sixteen bucks back. (laughs) (laughs) It's up to sixteen to park now. Really? 
you know, those grandpas, land, grandpa. Had, it was funny. I was I, I parked up on the sixth floor. God, it was full when I came when I came out, but I left early. Are we still doing the canvas at Target Center? The don't what? they don't they have some of the seats blocked off? Yeah, they got them up there. I wonder if the one hook them for Saturday though. They'll have, they'll have quite the sellout Saturday. Yeah. Are we taking what? on LeBron? Sometimes God is good, dude. That's what was, Red Smith used to I say. I was going to write LeBron, right? And I told him Thursday, I'm going to write LeBron for Saturday and kind of an ode to LeBron. He's 30. And so I get home, I turn on a Laker game. Yes, and Saturday will be LeBron's 39th birthday. Yep. Ah, there's, there's a big this will look like he planned it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to request a one-on-one -on -one with him? Oh no, I don't. No, you're not going to talk to him. Oh, oh. To town. I got gotcha. you. Know. I suppose I that was just doing an old to old to him. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. You can say he's I didn't played, say you are one. He's played 282 playoff games. Jesus, that's three and a half seasons mm -hmm. extra. <laughs> wow. In addition to, yep. Plus, he played in three Olympics. You know, he went and played with the – he played till the end of June and then go to the Olympic camp. Patrick, today was the definition of fun Friday because Rook got in half a dozen questions to the mayor without wanting the answer. <laughs> Can we start this yes, show? Let's start. I'm going to do it. I'll see you guys. Uh, see you, Johnny. Hey, John. Happy yeah. New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. Johnny, how about another great year for Uzu? Some dumbass put it <laughs> in the comments. What's Uzu? Oh, yeah, it, really? Really? Somebody put it. Go to Uzu. Don't what is Uzu? That. That's our this, super secret site that me, Royce, and John use. That you get every game and home and away. Oh, every God. professional sport in America, you get yeah. every game and yeah. uh, some college stuff. I was watching a few bowl games on the old. Yeah. Go to the live channels and find yeah. some stuff. Get all that stuff. Yep. You know, I, they haven't been screwing with it as much at my place. It doesn't seem like it's they. Hey, they lose what was the, the feed. What was yeah. the question oh my god what did i ask he's trying to you know just toss did i ever have mutton no, no it goes last night did you have mutton for supper yeah mutton for supper he goes no why he asked me questions that i answer like apparently i'm not supposed to because <laughs> he knows you will then there's a joke i think after. it started with who was the sales guy that asked jesse if he had a color set at home oh that was um <laughs> school and johnny Souchere. Hey, you got a color set? Yeah, I have three. Why? <laughs> no, he asked me shit and then is amused that I answer because he's asking me meaningless questions that a normal person would. But like he he'll say to me, away. did you have mutton for dinner last mm -hmm. night? And most people would say, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but I said, no, we didn't have yeah, <laughs> No. Just right today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the embers. We were talking about the embers. I and, used to love to go to embers. embers. Me too. Especially <laughs> drunk at 2 a.m. Yeah, that's it was wonderful. When I said to him, did you ever taste the Sprite? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> was I like, no? Similar to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. What I need. What I need from the pirates. See you, Johnny. All right, I need. Well, a, let's go I, here. Hold on, I need yeah, a valley hold. group in the middle of uh, sports talk. Okay. By town council. All right. All right. Hold on. Oh, they still on? Yeah. 